Welcome to A Hooker and a Shrink. I'm your hooker, Sasha Blue. And I'm your shrink, Colby Augustinelli. This show is explicit. We're going to talk about sex and say bad words. So you, if you are underage, you should stop listening right now. And today we are going to be talking about sugar, life in the sugar bowl, sugar babies, sugar daddies, whatever you want to call it. And we have a really awesome guest, my good friend, Valentina. Valentina, do you want to say hi and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Valentina. Very good friends with Colby. Um, and I am a sugar baby. Yay! Yay! So, Valentina, I gotta ask you, how is sugar baby work different from my work? Good question. Yeah. Definitely good question, because we went through a lot of that. Obviously, like the sugar baby summit and everything. Um, and I guess it differs, I guess, with the whole exchange of, like, finances and things like that um it's looked at you know differently definitely like you know it's more of like allowances rather than I guess you could say like transactional um and whatnot and you know when it comes down to that I've been you know given more like gifts and allowances when it comes to like sugar daddies and I've you know had guys just like tell me or like yell at me that they don't pay for sex because they only see it one side like in a one-sided way rather than like two-sided kind of way um so I guess that's what makes it different like I said they went over so much of that like a sugar baby summit um and I definitely have to hear a lot about that and you know from talking to Colby too and like other speakers that were there so for our listeners who don't know I think I might have mentioned this in a past episode I don't remember Valentina and I met at a pop-up seeking arrangement event in New York um, and ended up being speakers together at the Sugar Baby Summit in New York, put on by Seeking Arrangement uh, in April. So that is what we are referencing, and we will talk about that more later. So at the summit, they were really emphatic that there's a difference between sex work and sugar baby stuff? Yes. I mean, for one, I feel like it's because it was um, publicized, and there was media, and Sesta yeah. Falsa had just happened. So I'm sure, I mean, they do make a point in general, to separate the two. But I think they especially made a point at the summit for media reasons. Because media already tries to, like, throw shit at people who do sugar stuff. Um, even in that article that wrote about you after yeah. the summit, Valentina, they, what did they say? They were like, oh, your sugar daddy. They tried to get you to say they, that he paid for sex. Yeah. So they kept, what they kept, um, this one girl. So I spoke to a couple of outlets there. One outlet was great, nicest, like, you know, media people I had met that day. Another media outlet I had spoken to, she kept pushing and pushing and pushing, trying to get me to give the answer she wanted, not the answer that, you know, I was going to give her. She wanted to hear basically what she wanted to hear. And she made a comment and she wrote, she swung something I said, not so much out of proportion. But she said Valentina Sugar Daddy pays for her gym membership that she can't afford. And all I said, you know, is that he pays, you know, he helps me pay for that and that I can't afford it. He just does it for me because it's something he likes to do for me. And she just, every question she asked and every time I answered, she just kept trying to swing it as as a complete 
like way out of proportion, complete opposite of the answer I was going to give her. And she was, I got to like give her some props because she did kind of like stick to her guns and trying to get mm-hmm. what she wanted. But, you know, I wasn't, I was just telling her like my experiences and that's that. So yeah, Gentry, Gentry commented that gym memberships are cheap. Valentina, you live in New York City. I do. So, and you also sure. do like cool gym stuff, not just like the elliptical. Yeah. They're a little bit more pricey over here. My sugar daddy likes my body, so that's why he's gonna, you know, pay up for it <laughs> a little I bit. Mean, I mean, I don't know. So, yeah, <laughs> he's very cool. By the way, I've met him a couple yeah. times now. <laughs> yeah. So this one media lady was, like, really intent on trying to make it seem like you, you, that you're, like, living beyond your means or that you can't afford your own lifestyle and need somebody else to pick up the slack. I think definitely both. But to me, um, I just, I didn't care. To be honest, like, (laughs) I, my two goals, I want to open up a gym, but at the same time, like, I'm down with being, like, somebody's trophy wife. I don't care. You know, so she's trying to, like, go for that aspect, and it's, like, whatever, I mean. You know what, Valentina? I am so with you on that. <laughs> you want a trophy, wife? Hello! Exactly. I, that could be your trophy. Shoot! <laughs> exactly. Don't care, you know? What this shit for sale. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, staying home all day and just doing whatever the fuck you want and someone else yeah, is dying. Yeah, Manny Petties. Oh, my God. So many Manny Petties. <laughs> You will have, oh my gosh, don't even get me started. People people who do get into the sugar lifestyle, like, do need help paying for shit. And that's not the bad part. It's like how media wants to spin it and how people yeah. want to spin it. They either want to look at it like you're pathetic, you're selling your soul, not even just your body, like your whole soul. But Or like you just can't fend for yourself. Like, no, people have goals, people have aspirations, people just like, who doesn't like money, first of all? Exactly. And if you like the person and they give you cash, it's just like bonus, 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 bonus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if there is a not, you know, like maybe like a shortcut or something for me to reach my goal quicker, then I'm going to take it. Right. Like it's hard. It's hard out there. Which is a super American thing to do. Americans are fucking into shortcuts and not really doing their own work. So, I mean, we need them, and you still do your own work. You just get a little bit of money help. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm certainly not in any way discounting the value of the relationship of, like, a sugar daddy, sugar baby arrangement. But people who sneer at that kind of thing as if it's bad that you are, quote-unquote, taking a shortcut or found another route that maybe is not available to them, it's like, fuck you. Yeah, They're jealous. Exactly. I mean... Don't you, how many people, you know, fuck over their co-workers at work to get ahead? A promotion or something. Exactly. <laughs> Bullshit's the same. Yeah, we're not even hurting anyone, so. Exactly. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm living life. Colby got, you know, me and Colby got to drink some champagne the other night. We were living. It was a good day, so. <laughs> yes, Hell yeah. She came to see me in Philly. I mean, she didn't yes. come just for me, but it counts. It counts. Yeah, it was, even just like the summit, the pre-summit thing whatever you want to call that like it was just so cool like being around people that were either in the lifestyle themselves or just like were sex positive or sugar positive or i don't know just awesome people it was definitely an interesting bunch they were all not perfect but it was good conversation to say the least so i have used uh seeking arrangement a fair amount myself also and 
I have heard enough stuff from some of the guys about like some women who really do behave in an excessively needy way. Like this guy that I hung out with last week told me that uh, one of the first messages that he got from a woman was a picture of her empty refrigerator. <laughs> and Sounds like she emptied it out herself and then took it. <laughs> or found a picture of an empty refrigerator on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. So this brings us into the different type of people you may find on Seeking Arrangement. Absolutely. The, and this is one of them, right? The the yeah. desperate the desperate sugar baby who's like, my car's broke, fix it. My exactly. fridge is empty, fill it up. What are you gonna do for me? Like, yeah. take it. The entitled and desperate sugar baby are like, no one wants them. Yeah. I don't even know why they still exist. No one falls for that shit. Like the girls who say, "Are you gonna take me on vacation? How much are you gonna pay me?" You know, yeah. I'm missing well, ten days thing. of work. To go on vacation, are you going to pay me? Like, you know, I went on a, I met a guy from there way back in my early days. And all I did was mention, like, yeah, I, I can meet up with you this day and we can like go for lunch, but I can't this other day because I'm going to get a new set of hair extensions. I know it sounds very bougie. Sorry. But he's like, oh, no problem. How much did it cost? Whatever. And then when I showed up for lunch, he actually was like, here, I want you to have this. I hope this helps towards your hair. And he just, like, gave it to me. Like, I never asked. I never said, like, you know, I need it. I just, like, mentioned it. And yeah. that kind of, like, worked in my favor. But well, that's often the way to go. Yeah. You can't just say, yeah, fix me, you know, fix my car. It's broken. Or take me shopping because I have no clothes to go on a date with you. Like, well, it's not that early. You can do that later. Yeah, that, <laughs> definitely. And know that for sure. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about the about what you just said in terms of like not having to ask for it in life also, not even just in this, but then I also have a lot of feelings about being able to communicate like adults and have expectations and voice them and meet each other at some kind of like agreeable thing. And I think it really just depends on the sugar daddy. And I don't know, like, I guess I've seen both things happen and someone at the summit said something very explicitly like, if you were doing it right, you wouldn't have to ask for shit. And I was like, mm, pause. Yeah. I think I was the MC on that panel, and I was like, mm-mm, I no, 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 no. very vividly remember that panel completely. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, I have to say, like, I can't totally agree with that point because, like, you've, you know, my sugar daddy now, like, you've met him. He kind of... There's something about him where he kind of likes when I ask for certain things, you know? I Yeah. I'm totally doing it right. Where there's been no complaints in the last few years, you know, except for my attitude. Um, because I can be a little <laughs> bratty, but he kind of prefers when I ask, you know, for something. Whether it's mind readers. don't want to be mind readers. Like, yeah, they don't exactly. want to be mind readers. It's not to say that you can't get a gift without asking or that someone can't take the initiative and surprise you with something, but like, you can't sit back and solely rely on that. I think if you, you can, I mean, you can. If you go into it and thinking, like, this is regular dating, if I get anything, I get anything, cool, then like, do that. But otherwise, like, you need to have something in mind, maybe not a number, but like a, a range or an expectation of like what you want the relationship to look like, at least. Yeah. I don't know. Sasha, yeah. what do you think? Um, 
it's interesting because so my ex, one of my another thing that I've experienced on on seeking arrangement is guys talking about how there are lots of girls who are asking for three or four thousand dollars a month to see them like four or six times a month, and it seems that every sugar daddy I've talked to is like, I could afford that, but there's absolutely no way that I'm gonna pay you yeah. six or four thousand dollars a month to see you six times a month. Wait, um, we would do it from three to four to six. So I, I'm <laughs> three. I'm not, they're not going to pay three or four thousand dollars to see a person six times a month. Really? I that's actually the average. Everything. Every guy that I have talked to is like, I'm not setting up a three thousand dollar monthly allowance for anybody. I can promise you, your time is not worth that much. Wow, that is really the average. Like a lot of people actually do have that. Right? Really? Yeah. What's your experience there, I, Valentina? I've definitely experienced guys that are like that and say things like that. Um, and it is funny because I did in January of this year, I went to on a Miami trip with a sugar daddy that I was also seeing, you know, for two years and met him around the same time as like the one that's been like steady with now and everything. And we actually went out to Miami. He wanted to find another sugar baby to have a threesome with and for me to hang out with the whole nine. And it was, I guess for him, it was kind of like coming down to the wire, whatever it was getting late. And he's like, you know, I know you want to go to live. I know you want to go to dinner. I can't, there's no girl that's going to come and take like, I can't just give like some girl like 400 bucks to hang out with us at a club and do all this. But I also don't want to give somebody like a thousand dollars to do it. That's not worth it. You know, and then he went into this whole tangent about how girls who ask for like a thousand or more, um, like weekly, he just doesn't see the point in that. And it just isn't right. They shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, do you hear yourself right now? Because A, like you've totally gone out with girls like that. B, you almost hung out with this girl. And C, you're, you're just kind of like being a little bit rude. Like, I know you have it. Like, you can do that. I know you kind of want to see somebody that many mm -hmm. times a month why do you have to like kind of talk shit about that and put somebody down for doing that i think That's what they I hate about it, it is the is the the women who are entitled to it i think yeah. that's what they hate it's not about the money it's not about it's having expectations it's women that meet you that for the first time and say where's my three grand a month yeah. but that's completely different than like you know if i were to say like hey my uh, my costs for being a therapist or running a private practice are three thousand a month. That's my goal. Could you help me with that goal? Yeah, like that is going to come off a thousand times different, like that a thousand times better yeah. than just yeah. like I just want I just want three thousand a month because my time is worth it. Like because I'm pretty so and I'll sit on your arm and look cute and you know blah blah blah. Like it's totally different ball game if you go into it the right way. Yeah, yeah, apparently there are a bunch of girls who think that they should get a lot of money for being arm candy. Or at least mm -hmm. that's the attitude that a lot of yes. the guys seem to have. They're convinced yes. that all of these women want a bunch of money basically to be arm candy. Right. Or their, like, their care for their bodies costs $3,000. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. We, we met people like that at the, well, we met at least one person like that at the pop-up, I think. And then others that were just kind of like empty bodies of sexiness. That, yeah. That just were like, I'm hot, so give me money. And that's yeah. it. 
so I don't know. I don't know if I'm judging them or if I'm just acknowledging the differences. No, but I, I totally, I have to agree with you on that because I was there and I can say the same thing. You know, uh, we didn't, you know, meet, and I see it out there in the world too. Even on like Instagram, some girls that like I follow, there are many girls that are entitled that maybe aren't in this lifestyle yet or have been in the lifestyle, have been burned so many times that now they're just like entitled, don't care. And they're either going to take whatever they get or just like ruin some guy's life trying, you know, trying to get what they want. What I thought was interesting was at the summit, even so the summit, the day after the summit was the seeking arrangement party. And a lot of people from the summit came to the party for obvious reasons. And a lot of people I was excited to see at the party because I legit didn't get time to talk to them after the panels because we were like pretty quick by quick. But I went to the bathroom at one point and I literally got cornered, like physically cornered and bombarded with personal stories and questions. And that was so interesting because I was more than happy and voiced myself as such to talk to people at the party, but not in the fucking bathroom. People cornered me and were like, why ain't he paying me more? Like, why don't I have what I want? Like, tell me how to fix this. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> because you're physically cornering me in the bathroom? I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, because your behavior is yeah. inappropriate. And you're doing the same thing to him, probably, if that's what you're, you're right. like. Like, this is not an advice column. You're not paying me for this shit. Like, I was exactly. just, a lot of people that came up to me afterwards were just, like, inspired or thought I said something cool. And I feel like in some panels, we have to be on the kink panel together. But that's it, Valentina. But other panels, I felt like I was, like, a voice of reason compared to some of the yeah. people saying some things. Yeah. So some women were like, thank God, right? Like, and they were just happy to hear some, like, good shit that was, like, yeah. women are cool and not not cool. What was the what was some of the outrageous shit that they were saying on the panels? Oh, yeah. So like, don't talk about politics. Don't talk. And it started it started simple, right? Like it started about like don't talk politics. Cool. Like I could I could get with that to some extent given the current climate that we're in. But then it kind of evolved as the panel like went down the line to don't talk about religion. Don't talk about your family. Don't talk about your financial troubles. Don't talk about. And we're like, okay, cool. So don't be yourself. Meanwhile. Yeah. Minutes before that, in the same panel that I'm thinking of, a lot of the sugar daddies on the panel were like, just be yourself. But then they were like, don't be yourself. And there was actually a moment where I was like, so what you're saying is be yourself, but don't talk about anything that's important to you. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? So that was outrageous to me because it was contradictory. I don't know. Other, another one was uh, the, so the three panels that I was on was Kink 101, Cultivating Confidence and Understanding Sexuality in the Me Too uh, movement era, whatever. And then that one, I felt that that was the most important in terms of like the world. And I was really surprised they even had that as an option. And it was a really good conversation overall. So I'm not shit talking anyone's comments, but some of the comments did lead down a like iffy line of like implying taking like the woman having to take responsibility for inappropriate men or inappropriate male behavior in the workplace, in seeking arrangement, in other situations. And it was very subtle. It wasn't like you are responsible, but it was like, oh, you have an opportunity to teach men how to act. And I was like, hold on. Absolutely not. Men can, great. Like if you have the opportunity to educate someone, like you should totally take it. That's wonderful. I love educating people. But do not ever imply that it is a woman's responsibility to teach a man how to fucking act around her. I got some snaps and it was awesome. Yeah. It's not. Like, 
Jesus. Learn how to act. Act right. Like, it's not my job to teach you how to treat me with respect. It's not my job. Unless they want to pay you. Yeah, but that's <laughs> still explicitly for that, maybe. If that's just like an added bonus to sex or a relationship or No, I mean, else. like, if they wanted to pay you as a therapist to teach them oh, how to yes, act that's right. fine. That would be great. I wish more men had the initiative or self-awareness to do such things. Yeah. I know somebody who recently said that uh, therapy is witchcraft. Did you know oh. that, Colby? Therapy is Some, witchcraft. That's really funny that you say that because I was just joking about all my magic tricks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Therapy is witchcraft. And also, you're in a business designed to create problems for people so that they oh, will have to continue to see you. Wait a minute. Let me stop you there, because witchcraft to me is like awesome, and it's just that <gasps> negative quick. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, let's stick with witchcraft and not that other shit that you just said. Well, I don't think that any of those things <laughs> oh, right, are true. Right. Obviously, what you what you reiterated. Yeah, somebody else who is actually crazy said that. You know, some people maybe some there. There's a lot of shitty therapists, just like there's a lot of shitty men and a lot of shitty hookers and a lot of shitty trucker babies. I mean, there's shitty people everywhere. I'm sure there are some therapists that are like, oh my God, how do I pay my rent? Let me just create more problems. But in reality, I think what the truth that's based in that statement is that oftentimes people come to therapy for reason number one, and then naturally reason number three through 3,000 come out. (laughs) And we skipped two and that was on purpose. Yeah. There's always a secret number two reason that we don't find out till later. So it's it that's way later. That's like at almost a year into your therapy. Exactly. So like I have clients that came in for because I am mostly a sex therapist. I mean I I can help you with a lot of shit, but sex is my passion and uh specialty. So people will come in with like, Oh, I have a high desire and my boyfriend has a really low desire, like help. And I'm like, Okay, so tell me about the rest of your life. And then 17 weeks later, we finally talk about sex because that actually wasn't their problem. Right. They, well, that person is crazy. So. But that's why people are so fucked up by like, oh, sex therapy. What's that shit? Do you fuck clients? Do you watch <laughs> them fuck? Like, that's why I get dumb stuff. I'm like, so like, do you know what therapy is? And they're like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, okay. So it's just, we talk about sex. Like, like that's the only, that's really the only difference. And they're like, well, that's crazy. Is it? Obviously not. So, Valentina, how did you get into sugaring? This is my favorite um, thing to say anytime I get asked this question. So, two years ago, just had broken up with my first boyfriend, fresh out of relationship, having a conversation with my dad. He totally probably did not mean for his words to be implied how they were. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, he said to me, I have a tip for you. Why don't you stop dating these guys your age that can't do anything for you? Are you going to are gonna keep taking you to the same restaurant in Bay Ridge and keep you in this neighborhood for the rest of your life? Why don't you go date somebody who's a little bit older? It definitely didn't mean we'll get a sugar daddy. But um, that's where I wound up Googling sugar daddies and sugar babies and i wound up on seeking arrangement oh that's cool so do you know of any other are there any other sites that are like seeking arrangement because i haven't found anything that's anything like seeking arrangement i definitely haven't either i think seeking arrangement um 
has to be the best one that I've found. And it was the only one I decided um, actually to go through with trying. And to me, what really led me to it was that it was like super aesthetically pleasing. Everything else kind of looked like some 10 year old made it in computer class at like basic, like coding. They did. Whatever that's yeah. called. Um, this one looked really good and there was like other apps and stuff like that, but I thought Seeking Arrangement was like the best one. Um, I'm very big it's definitely on like, the biggest. like look, you know, like Colby will tell you, I'm very big on like look and everything, but she hot. <laughs> to Marketing me- is an important thing. Yeah, <clears throat> there yeah. are, there are a couple of other like apps or websites and none of them work. Like, I'm, and I'm exactly. not going to name the ones that don't work because that's not that, that does no purpose in that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really surprising. They're like, oh, that doesn't work at all. And I think a lot of it is because, like you said, the sort of marketing appeal of seeking arrangement, because it looks so nice, it means that more people want to sign up for it. And then because there are more people using it, it makes it more worthwhile to use that service. Because you want to go to the service that has the most people. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, do you want to get on Coffee Meets Bagel or OkCupid okay or Tinder? Right. <laughs> or that other weird one that has, like, very little people that's, I don't Bumble? know. No, no, there's, like, a weird one that's, um, it doesn't matter. But yeah. do you want to, like, have good ratios? And this is obviously set up more for the men. And here's another thing, like, speaking arrangement is pretty, um, a pretty obviously heteronormative uh, and pretty straight, but there are some fun secrets in there about trans sugar mamas and sugar daddies and pretty queer sugar babies. It's just not the primary demographic. Oh my God. Can we talk about sugar mamas, please? Uh, yeah. Do you have one? Cause I'd love one. If no, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> she's lovely you don't need she's a hot mama but she's not a sugar mama (laughs) I want to be a sugar mama I think that would be fun I would totally (laughs) if I had the money I would totally do it I would do it I want to be I'd have some boys over here some girls over here we'd go on vacation that's a big exactly Chanel bags for everyone (laughs) yes the bags don't do it for me but we'd all have great shoes yeah. Shoes. We, we okay. About that so, Colby, you can be my shoe mama, and Valentina, you can be my handbag mama. I got you, girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, Colby, I totally need a pair of Louis Vuittons. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm like really into other shit now. Like, they're just not comfortable. Like, I know they're not supposed to be comfortable, but like, really? uh, you would sneeze if someone's like, I'm going to buy you a pair of red bottoms, and you'd be they like, appear, no, like, they're not they, comfortable. If they appear on my feet, that's one thing. I have to, like, I'm, not gonna, like, I'm not going to seek them. <laughs> I have to I'm say, seek, I coveted a pair of Louboutins for so long. So long. My 25th birthday, I finally, I wound up getting a pair. We didn't even go to Saks for my birthday to go get them. We just went to, like, go look, maybe get an Alexander Wang bag. He was, like, playing, like, a, a teasing game with me. So we go up to Louboutin, and I was, like, I tried one pair on. And he was, like, yeah. He's, like, go back, go look in the mirror. He wound up, like, paying for them while I was checking them out. And, and then I got another pair. And I have to say, like, after two pairs, I'm kind of, like, the red bottoms are great, but now I just want more shoes and I want other brands and like other ones and just fill up my closet, like other, you know, shit. But the Louboutins are great. You know, get your first pair and run with it. And it's even better if like, 
you know, you get them from a sugar daddy. But, but don't right. run with them. <laughs> you can. You I can totally them. run with them. But. Okay. So, so I totally, so I have this question. Um, I'm, I'm in Vegas and I spend a lot of time in Vegas and in the Vegas sex working and somewhat sugar baby, sugar daddy community, it's wearing Louis Vuittons is like wearing a badge that says I'm a sex worker or I'm a sugar baby. Really? So, I've heard yeah. that too. Oh I, yeah. I've heard it, that. It means it. Yes. That's what it means. It means I'm a sex worker or I'm a sugar baby. I've heard so, that. So, so yeah, you've heard that also, Valentina? Yes. And you know what? I don't give a fuck because yeah! I love Red Bottoms. And who they I'm all sing about? Tyga, fucking all of them. Duh. Sure, Kanye has. Everybody. Uh, maybe Kanye hasn't. I don't know. Don't quote me. But everybody, you know, raps about Louboutins. Chris Brown did that one song, Shrip, with that one guy, yeah, you know. All the songs. Everybody awesome. fucking sings about Red Bottoms. Cardi B. Cardi B is like an ex-stripper. And you know what? Oh, yeah. I, love I fucking, you know, I want more. I want as many pairs of lubes as that girl. Um, okay, so nobody uses that really that wish list on seeking arrangement. Yeah. Um, do you have like a wish list or anything else that you give out to sugar daddies in case they <gasps> want to buy you anything? Is that, that a thing? Life? Um, I, I totally. I think it's a thing. I kind of, you know, they ask me what I like, what I'm into, and that's how I go about things that like I want. Um, and I, you know, I drop hints to. Pete, I didn't say his name before, I don't think. He's the one that I've been with for two years that Colby's actually um, met. I, in the beginning, I wasn't super comfortable with telling him everything I wanted and things that I was, like, looking for. But down the line, I was like, yeah, so, um, now I want lip injections. I want, you know, more shoes. I want, like, a trip here. Like, I'm into, you know, all this makeup from Sephora. Like, I just, little by little, I start you know, telling them what I like. Yeah. And then they kind of just, it kind of like all comes together or they just give you the cash to go and and shop. So, uh, in your, in your, uh, sugar daddy relationship, are you guys exclusive? I would say we're exclusive. Yeah. I would say so. Explicitly or explicitly? Um, probably not explicitly, but it just has happened that way. It just, yeah, it really just happened that way. Like there was, I mean, it, didn't even go from like zero to a hundred. It just kind of grew on its own. And there was, I tell him, you know, all the time that there was one point where we had like spent our first weekend together. And I was like, after that weekend, I totally considered cutting him off. But then I, I, I don't know. He, he didn't grow on me. I don't want to say that, but he just like was really into me and things that I wanted to do and was super like helpful um, in certain ways. So it, it just kind of grew like that, like naturally. So what was the thing that made you think that maybe you would cut him off after that first weekend together? <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I, for some reason, I, he just started like getting on my nerves. I guess it was too much together time. We've never really done a weekend, you know, like that before. And, you know, he was like passing comments about like me putting on like fake eyelashes, like I guess trying to joke with me and I just wasn't taking it. And it just, he just got, I don't know, got on my nerves so much. He kept like playing AM radio in the car and wouldn't let me listen to Pandora and he kept trying to like fuck with me. And I was, and at this point, <laughs> I, was, I get super sensitive over like stupid shit. And it was like, maybe Take like six Pandora months. <laughs> it was like maybe six months into us you know, having our, 
like arrangement and in my head it was like oh like I could just drop him like go find somebody else like whatever and then I was like you know what after the trip and as like the week had gone on and he was like texting me to like see you know how everything was and what I wanted to like do so you know see him again and like go out again it's like you know what he's really not all that bad he's actually like a great guy and another reason was because I had left my whole pack of eyelashes in his car and I was like those are good I have like three sets left I can't let those go to waste and then it just grew you know he I can relate to, to that <laughs> I you really can't to be- oh, dude like I feel you expensive. exactly I, I only you. discovered fake eyelashes at the Sugar Babies Summit, which is funny because I'm not not feminine. I just like never. I'm wearing them now. I wear them to the gym. I go nowhere without them. I think I'm hot shit when I put mascara on in the morning. Like <laughs> Valentina, have you ever gotten eyelash extensions? Yeah, I have. Oh I actually God, I'm getting amazing. them. Yeah, I'm getting them again this week. Um, this weekend actually on sugar daddy's dime um i did have them about a year ago but i just like i just can't commit to the appointments it's very lengthy but yeah i'm gonna go back to them because we're going to vegas soon so i'm like you know what let me just go back and get them next month three weeks really yeah that's where sasha is right now fuck yeah so yeah let's talk about the different kinds of arrangement uh valentina you said you like ask your sugar daddy for things and you kind of drop hints and stuff like that. And he helps you with your gym membership. And then we also talked about like some people want like a monthly allowance. What else is there? Or like what have your travel, other experiences travel been? Travel daddies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry I just, no. <laughs> I just jumped in there. Uh, we started to talk about that though, in the sense of like the sugar babies who were like, take me places like that's again like entitlement versus like the context like yeah. there are sugar daddies who solely or mostly like want a sugar baby to travel and that is a specific thing because only some people have the availability and lifestyle to do so yeah like i would fucking do it <laughs> fuck yeah travel. Exactly. The beach or europe or something <laughs> maybe a safari maybe i'd do that Take me to Miami like six times a year and I'm happy. <laughs> I'll go to Vegas yeah. every month. That's yeah, nice. come visit me in Vegas. It's so tempting. So yeah, travel daddies, monthly allowance stuff, gifts. As needed gifts. There yeah. are, I So the other thing though is that some people use gifts as a guise for, I don't actually want to do anything. Yeah. There are people that just want to give gifts because they have not crossed, they've not done like the mental work to like understand like what an allowance is and they still like want to live in la la land where they're pretending they're not in the sugar bowl but they are and so gifts is like a way for them for their mind to be like compartmentalized away from this whole situation which is not healthy in my opinion in my professional opinion but i don't know like nobody nobody hates gifts but when you use it in that sense it's not necessarily the greatest thing yeah so yeah, I mean, as-needed stuff is, is one thing, but only giving physical gifts just seems like a bullshit excuse. Yeah. I agree. There are, yeah, I've, I've definitely run into uh, a couple of guys who are like, I'll give you gifts, I'll take you to nice dinner. I'm like, I don't understand why you think that I need a sugar daddy to take me to a nice dinner. To be really honest, I'm hot and smart. Uh I don't have to like 
compromise my standards to go to a nice dinner. Yeah, I'm going to. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, no, you're you are all those things. But some people, it is like that. Like they, it's not that they can't get that somewhere else, but it's somehow, it's like a little bit easier just knowing that you're getting into that with the expectation already set that you will not pay for a thing. You can go out and not have that like whole dating concern of like, who pays? Or is this guy progressive? Do we have to split? Will I pay? Like, will he just flake? Or will he want to go somewhere cheap? I mean, some women I've talked to, like, they're at a different place in life. And I don't want to call it like, a lower standard, but, like, all they want from the site is to have those fine dining or fine experiences without worry. And that's definitely in a type of arrangement. But not for yeah. you. Like, it's for us, for me either. Like, that's not that's not for no. us. But it's Not thing. at all. Yeah, yeah I, I actually um, came across a guy on Bumble a while ago who wanted to be a sugar daddy um so we kind of hit it off we started to talk and then it totally went south when he was like oh saying I wanted to be a sugar daddy was just a way for me to meet girls um I'm just really happy taking you to nice dinners and maybe going shopping every once in a while and I was like mm that's cool. If that makes you happy. Like I'm down for a great dinner every once in a while, but I can go to Tao with my friends. I can go to SDK with my friends. It was right. nice. You know, like we did a couple of dinners just cause I wanted to see if there anything else could come out of it. But essentially, yeah, like he totally used one thing to try to get, you know, what he wanted. And I was like, no, not going to work for me, you know, ghosted by. So would you call that assault daddy? I might, yeah. I definitely would, especially because he thought that, like, spending $100 on clothes from Fashion Nova for me to go to, uh, when I was going to Vegas last year, he thought that that was, like, a huge deal, and I was like, no. (laughs) My dad's probably spent way more on Fashion Nova than you have, so. My real daddy. My real daddy. (laughs) By the way, my real daddy is (laughs) Big Ray. Big Ray. So yeah, what are what are some terminologies? Is that a word that we need to know? Um, well, we just I just said salt daddy. So salt yes. daddy is obviously the opposite of a sugar daddy. It's somebody who is not really, really going to give you sugar. Here. Yeah, yeah, he's here, but he ain't really here. Yeah, right. In between a sugar and a salt daddy, we have a Splenda daddy who is maybe like a gifter. Maybe that would be considered a Splenda daddy or someone that wants to give. Um, five hundred dollars a month, or one hundred dollars every time you see each other. Something I don't know, something really small, but not nothing. Right. What about PPM, FWB, allowances? So PPM, Pete and, and I actually did um PPM way in the beginning, only because, like I said, I I wasn't super sure about him, and how did he know he was super sure about me? You know, and I kind of had doubts too. Um, and I have to say, it did, it did work out. I, I kind of in, enjoyed, even though it's so what is probably not PPM? a good thing. So PPM is you get, you know, your pay per meet. So you kind of get like an allowance per meet in right. a way, you know. But isn't, isn't the meet an open end of time? So yes. like for me as a hooker, if you want to come see me, it's an hourly rate. Whereas PPM, in my experience, is I will give you this amount of money for this meeting with no declaration of how much time you're going to spend together. Yes. Yeah. 
And that's, uh, they discourage, I don't know if it's bad, but it's definitely discouraged on seeking arrangement yeah. to do PPM because it most resembles sex work, even yeah. though there's not a time discussed. And it's interesting because it's all about the terminology in this case, like doing yeah. the detail part of PPM is in paying, like if I see you for one night, you're going to give me $500. That alone is not a bad thing, but calling it such and like labeling it and like putting more restraints on it, the more, the more it resembles sex work, the more seeking agents like don't do it. Yeah. So if you, if you have in mind a $2,500 a month allowance, and you can't quite, you don't know each other well enough to like pin down your schedules or yeah. how often you will meet. But like on average, once a week, that might line up to 500 to meet. So you might yeah, not be yeah. doing PPM, getting right, about yeah. 500 every time you see each other until it pans out to be like a safe monthly whatever. Yeah. So that's so what Pete had called it. He would call it an allowance, you know, every time he would see me. And now it's like, I, yeah, exactly. Now it's like, I won't see him every week, but I'll still, you know, that Venmo will still hit, you know, and I'm still a happy girl. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Have you experienced a, like, happenstance sugar daddy at a bar or um, from yeah. your extended friend life or, like, oops, here's $500? <laughs> no, can't say I have. Well, so I know a lot of women who just, like, will go out for the sake of finding a sugar daddy at a bar. And that yeah, really blows up my anxiety, do. and I don't even have anxiety. So, yeah, how successful I, I are they? Uh, well, I think it depends on like how big your boobs are, what bar you go to, and like yeah. how assertive you are. Exactly. And which is well, it's just which is not fair because I'm very assertive, and I would never do that shit. So I don't know. But ironically, I have like randomly, and it didn't really pan out as an actual sugar relationship. But I did actually meet someone in FetLife who had experience with the terminology, maybe the actual relationship side of it. And had we lived closer or had a different situation, he very, and he was submissive. So he like very well could have been my sugar daddy, but it didn't happen. But that was a random situation that would fall into that category, I think, where I wasn't looking for it. But like, right. It just happened. Yeah. I always wonder about. Just in general, how sex workers and sugar babies and stuff like that operated before the internet existed. I just, yeah. well, I mean, I know exactly how sex workers do it. It's called street walking, but <laughs> um, I think in the other cases, it's more like they find people who just have the money and are, and, or are people who really do enjoy, who get actual physical joy out of giving money to someone to better their life in some way. Because that is like the core of this stuff is that there are people out there who just get off mm-hmm. on helping you. And that is, yeah. that is all, that's awesome. That is like the ultimate goal. Other people do it as a part of like, here's how I get what I want. But yeah. a lot of people really are just like, I love seeing that you're happy. I love knowing that I helped you pay for that Prada bag. I loved helping you like start your business. Like that is the ultimate. Yeah. So speaking of the internet, um, what about like support groups? Is there, let's talk about the sugar baby community, both online and in person. So there's Let's Talk Sugar, which is an extension of Seeking Arrangement. And they have a 
blog, which I've written one or two articles for, um, but, th but it's a resource where anyone can write a blog about their experience or about a certain topic. And there's probably, I think there's like a community discussion group, but like in real life, I would so like as a therapist love to have like a Philly support group or discussion group or whatever you want to call it, like a group where we can like physically meet up and like talk about stuff. Uh, I would love to be that resource for people. So if, if you're in Philly or you know someone in Philly that's involved in this lifestyle, like please email us and let me know. Or Vegas or San Francisco or New York. Like we can make it happen in all of those cities. I agree with Colding. Because we met, so we obviously said that we, we met. Yeah, met at a pop up, which is in person, uh, which is a start. Seeking arrangement has been putting on pop ups. This one that we met at was in January, February, early yeah, December, like early, yeah, like early this year. Yeah, and then they had one recently in May in LA, and so they hit up some big cities. But this is like more of a happy hour, and it's not frequent. It's a good start for sure, and I I love that they're doing that more now, but. And then we did go, well, you didn't make it, but there was a gay pride event in New York this past week for my birthday. And I went up just to see everyone. So it was more just like a gay pride happy hour than a pop-up for sugar babies necessarily. But but that kind of stuff is super important. And I think we need to find each other and talk about stuff. I totally agree. There's There's stuff like that for sex workers and for hookers. San Francisco has an awesome sex workers festival that happens every year. Also, all around the country, there's the Slut Walk, which is, it's for strippers, hookers, porn stars, sugar babies. It's, it is, it's the Slut Walk. It is, it's for anybody who would self-identify as a slut. And it's great. And it's Wait, about sex. Huh? Slut Walk is for, I thought it was like, like just to like fuck rape. That, but I, but I think it's also really pro-sex work. Yeah, like, no, I, no, I, totally I know is. quite a few sex workers who are really into the slut walk. It's it's anti-rape and pro-sex work, from my understanding. Yeah, no, I love slut walk. Um, Fuck yeah. Amber Rose is the founder. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? yeah, slut walk, Amber Rose. They changed the name in some cities to, like, march to end rape culture, which is accurate, but, like, less fun than slut walk. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, only do really... I think my personal opinion about that is that saying march to end rape culture is less fun but uh it is it like is taking the power away because yeah, i think it's walk. important to say slut walk like it's okay for me to be a sexual human being and that doesn't mean that you can rape me and i'm going and i don't have to be ashamed Whoa. of being a quote-unquote slut like it's okay if i want to have sex with three men in a day then that's fine yes yeah, <laughs> That's my entry story to Polly. <laughs> um, yeah, like of all the like, we're trying to reclaim a lot of words as a society. I would say, but yeah, what is by far my favorite word to be currently in the process of being reclaimed? Oh, you know, fuck that! It's already reclaimed. Like, yay, sluts! Woohoo! Be a slut, Valentina. Um, do you self-identify as a slut? In fuck a, yeah! In a, obviously, I mean, in a positive way. Yeah, yes, totally. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Dude, I have to say, like, the whole sugar baby thing, like, helped me definitely with my, like, everything sex-wise, um, became, like, super sex-positive after that. I was a virgin for majority of my life. This is, I've only not <laughs> been a virgin for four years of my life. I lost it at Whoa. 22. Now I'm 22. Like, I gotta say, oh, that's like, late. yeah. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, you know, the sugar, sugar 
baby realm than the sugar bowl kind of how, yeah. all that. how do you how do you define sex positivity i like asking and this is like not in a rude way obviously like i like asking yeah. how people who are not in a sex profession or like academia standpoint like had to find some of this shit like how do you define sex positivity how do you define slut tell me some i guess stuff. i define that as like i'm super open about it i don't there's no secrets when it comes to that um there are a lot of people who are very uncomfortable with talking about sex and even having it. And to me, it's like, I'm totally an open book when it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, ask me anything. You're comfortable. Exactly. I'm totally comfortable with it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Don't see anything wrong with not being a virgin. Don't see anything wrong with, like, having sex. To me, that's just, like, I'm very straightforward and open when it comes to that. Like, I would, if I totally you agree. Need to be, need to be comfortable when it comes to that. Like, I you, agree. You yeah. You gotta be able to talk about were... that shit. You should, yeah. I wish we could all talk about it more. Like, I wish the response to, like, oh, your sex therapist wasn't so gaspy and more like, fuck yeah. So, uh, one other thing that we have in the hooking world is there are some national blacklists. And I think we kind of sort of touched on that a little bit ago. But one of my difficulties in the sugar world is that it's much harder for me to feel safe. Okay. Oh, I got shafted one time. I think I've talked about this. Some guy, I met a guy from, from Seeking Arrangement. He said he was going to give me $1,000. He showed me $1,000. He put it on the table and I opened the envelope and it was paper. Um, I want to like put my fucking fist through his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was paper. Not not the green kind that the Fed prints. That we like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. paper. So that's like, that's an issue. Not or it's cool. an issue for me. Like, so one thing that I have is, as a hooker is that if, before I'll see a client is I have to have references from another hooker who says, this person didn't shaft me. This, this person isn't going to try to stick it in without a condom on. You know, like there's some community accountability. Yeah. There. My sugar daddy actually told me about, um, their, like the references with all of that, you know, with like sex workers and stuff like that. I didn't, I never knew about that until he told me about that. So I think that's interesting. Like, fuck yeah. You know, so this is why we need a blacklist. So exactly the same way I said, if you are in, what do we say? Philly, Vegas. San Francisco, New, New York, York. send like fucking send us an email and tell us who the fuck you are, and we want to like make stuff happen with you. Like if you want to join a support group, if you just want to be on our Google, if Doc you want to run a blacklist, if you want to know about the blacklist, if you want right. to be part of a Google, a community Google Doc, we have I, a very I, new baby blacklist that we want to share. I didn't and, know blacklists existed for sugar daddies. Until very, very, very recently, like in the last like three months, I didn't know. What that. are some ones that you know about? Are there New Yorker I, ones? Well, somebody that I had been seeing from Seeking Arrangement did tell me he was like, you can just like Google certain like things, and then Pete actually told me he's like, go like look them up. He's like, go on Tumblr. He's like, there's blacklist, and I was like, no fucking way. But like, I didn't look yeah. all the way through. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to mm-hmm. see. Um, so it's just kind of, kind of getting, like, leave it, but, dude, like, that's fucking good, because it's way better than going on, like, Instagram and, like, 
some girl's Instagram is private and she's posting about like a guy, like who knows if you're going to see it, you know? Right. And then if Instagram's full of that, like, it's just kind of like weird, you know, it's all, maybe it's all based on that one person's opinion, but that's dope. Like there's got to be a blacklist that's about that. Because you can add your personal exactly. experience. Like you could have a bad exactly. experience. I could have a mediocre and that's already happened. Like I've seen the blacklist. That's just like very small, very Philly oriented that was like someone was super offended by the must have big tits be ready to have a like mouth that pleases like bullshit and then someone else was like oh it was actually very respectful we had a great time and like so you it is subjective to an extent but like it's so important for these opinions to be shared with like yeah if people but also you can share the good guys like it doesn't have to be just a blacklist like the one in philly is labeled feedback because it's about, oh. it's mostly the bad guy. But we also, like, I've seen people list the good guys, too, or the decent guys, or people who yeah. are safe or use protection, who don't fuck around with their money. Yeah. And so, like, it, it does important. make me, it does make me wonder how many of the sugar dad, or uh, of the Johns on the hooker blacklists would also be on the sugar daddy blacklists. Yeah. Like, I wonder if question. there's any overlap there. Because there are a lot of guys that I think go to seeking arrangement or sugar stuff in general that specifically are looking for something that is like a little different than a hook than your traditional hooker. Right. But then there are a lot of guys that just surf. They surf Tinder. They surf OkCupid. Mm-hmm. They surf seeking arrangement. They surf whatever yeah. hooking sites. They just cruise. Right. So if you want to be on our Google Doc. Please email us or DM us or whatever you feel like. There's so many options. These days. I don't you know, know you could find it. our Instagram, which is <laughs> a hooker and a shrink. You could find our Twitter, which is hooker and a shrink. You could go. No, our, no. Twitter is just hooker and shrink. Just take out the A's. Okay. We don't need hooker any of you can go to our website, hookerandashrink.com, and you can always visit our Patreon, which is a hooker and a shrink for scaled rewards and other deliciousness so to be clear www.patreon.com slash a hooker and a shrink also facebook is you could just search it like just put it in the search bar a hooker and a shrink or if you want to be really fancy facebook.com slash a hooker and a shrink the only thing that's not a hooker and a fucking shrink okay that's that's a lie there's no fucking (laughs) Is Twitter, which is hooker and shrink, because Twitter limits our characters. So just look us up, a hooker and a shrink. Our intro and outro music is So Long, Oolong by Frank Kremit. Good enough. Wonderful. And- Valentina, do you have any final comments for our people? We're so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be on this. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Sugar do boy. It. Fuck yeah, sugar life. Do it. Valentina, where can our viewers or listeners, whatever, I guess you're not viewing, where can our <laughs> listeners find you? Do you want them to find you on Instagram or not? Fuck yeah, you guys can all find me um, Instagram at Valentina Casamento. First and last yes. name. Do I need to How spell, do you spell Casamento? No, we'll put it on the, we'll put it on the, intro, okay. uh, the description. Dope. Okay. I got you. Well, you guys can find me there and see uh, all the fun stuff and fun shit me and my sugar daddy are going to do soon and maybe... Maybe there's going to be a little video up there of when I go get my lips touched up that are going to be on his dime. So check that out. Exactly. (laughs) 
Check out our blog, too. Like, we're trying to get our shit together. So go to ahookerandashrink.com and view our website, and you will see our blog. And thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Are we still on pause? Well, I mean, it's still recording.